We are live recording from Glebe, Sydney, Australia. And Limehouse, London, Australia. Not Australia. <laughs> Mate. <laughs> United <laughs> Kingdom. Okay, cool. Got not it. Australia. Also, secondly, <laughs> is Limehouse a suburb or just a station? Limehouse is a station and area. They don't have suburbs here, do they? They have like boroughs. Did you just hear what you said? <laughs> They don't have... Like, I mean, like, they definitely have suburbs, right? Like... It's not defined as a suburb, though. It's like... Oh. It's like boroughs and areas, I think. I mean, but it is... It's the same thing. It's yeah. like a grouping of... Oh, but you know the... certain land... How would you describe the suburbs? Oh, the big flex in the UK. <laughs> so, in Australia... Yeah. Mate, postcode flex. Post... Huge. Mate, postcodes. Yes, yeah, you got it. One. Mate... I got it in one. I love it. Talk Lit- me through it, Jared. Tell well, me about postcodes in the UK. I'll tell you about postcodes because when I was about to move over, I asked someone who was collecting tickets for me for a wireless festival and she was like, yeah. oh, they're at, oh, send them to my address. And I was like, what's your address? And she literally sent me a postcode. And because I'm a like novice from Australia, I was like, well, obviously a postcode's only going to get me a general you know, area and postcodes contain yeah. multiple suburbs in Canberra at least. Oh, hang on a second. I didn't know that. In Sydney, like, it's a postcode per suburb, right? Yeah, okay. Well, we, in Canberra, a postcode, and then there's, like, three different suburbs in that postcode. So, it doesn't help you at all, um, unless you want it to be within, like, a 10-kilometer radius. But, yeah, (laughs) not helpful. It's even worse than, yeah. And I was like, uh, so you've just given me, like, a postcode. Like, can you give me a street address? Which you still need anyway, but postcodes in the UK, narrow it down to literally you could like just, I don't know, it's like a five meter radius almost on a postcode. It's like one street, isn't it? That's, that's kind of the vibe that I got. It's like yeah. 10 houses maximum, right? Yeah. And and I guess yeah. in London, especially in central London, everyone lives in yeah. flats mainly. So basically you've found like you yeah. could definitely, you know, throw a, put a thumbtack on the map of London if you had the postcode and you'd pretty much nail it. Yeah. So, yeah, big flex. Um, big flex. Um, there's a couple of things that I want to I want to <laughs> I want to cover. Um, firstly, it is a new decade. Is the first thing I want to cover. So, I don't know if you, I don't know if you uh, Well, I mean, maybe not. <laughs> put on pump the brakes. So, you might have heard this kind of banter where people are saying that, oh, it's 2021's the new decade because there was no, there mm. was no year zero. No, 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 none of that. I will, I will, I will fly with that for a century, right? Because, because it's okay. true, right? Um, there was no year zero. So by definition, like, for example, um, the year 2000. Well, hang on. Then your argument's flawed, oh. though, because you'll fly with it for a century. So the reason why I fly with it for the century is because mathematically it works out. For a decade, though, a decade isn't mathematical. A decade is... Um, hang on a second. <laughs> hang on Insert a second. number here. A decade is used um, like colloquially, socially, right? So... When someone says the 1930s, they mean 
1930 until 1939. And they don't mean 1940 or 1929, right? So yeah, correct. That's how yeah. it's defined. So you're matching up so a decade because, with because that. because that's what it's that's what it means when people refer to it. So when you say like, oh, 2020 is a new decade, it is a new decade because that is literally how people are defining it. That's my point. Yeah. No, I I do I do agree, but technically it's not correct. And if you say you're flying with it for a century, you're actually flying with it for not a century. You're flying with it for ninety nine years. <laughs> <laughs> Big fact. <laughs> so as long as you fix that part, you're then I'll, I'll agree with anyway, you. Anyway, so um, I'll allow it, you which means <laughs> I won't allow it in the UK. Obviously, and we keep making that joke every podcast. Um, so <laughs> yes. So. Uh, the decade triviality aside, talk to me. What's going on in London? How is the new year? And uh, yeah, what's news? Uh, yeah, you know, you know, it's a slow start. January, you're sort of just getting going through the motions the first couple of weeks, getting back into the rhythm, catching up with people, asking all the same questions. It's like going into the office and obviously just being asked how Christmas was and everything. A lot of oh, talk about I've the got, Australian fires. I've got fires. some good questions for that. Um, Actually, just real quick, um, when's the when's the latest you're allowed mm. to keep saying Happy New Year? Well, it, someone said it yesterday. Yep, I, I did it. I did it this week, like late this week, because I hadn't seen someone yet. Yeah, I don't know about that because would you say? I don't know. Can you say it in like March if you haven't seen the person since? I personally think it's a January-specific thing. Mm. But I also... I guess it's less than 10% of the year. Yeah. So it's less than the percentage of festive-themed days. <laughs> That's not too bad. <laughs> it's really not that bad. As established on episode 20 <laughs> Christmas special out now. But um, just the fact that you brought it up makes me want to consider the option is that can I can I flip it around on its head and just be like, anytime I see anybody for the first time <laughs> that year, can I say a happy yeah. new year? Because see I'm, I'm, I'm going to roll with this because, I mean, you know how life is. Like, as soon as you get, um, I would consider us adults at, at, you know, at our age, 30 plus, um, we're time poor, right? Like, you're basically working five days a week. You've got, like, weekends to catch up with your close friends, maybe travel, maybe see your family. You know what I mean? Like, there's certain things which you have to do, which means that yeah. there's a lot of friends who, you, like, it's generally people that I'll see, like, once a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, that's just the reality of, like, social schedules. and It is, you know yeah. I mean? I mean, just to clarify, I'm not 30 plus, so <laughs> definitely not an adult. So I'm not doing those sorts of activities, you know. So you're basically seeing all your friends every day. <laughs> I'm still day. a kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm still asking my parents if I can have an ice cream for dessert when I haven't finished my dinner. And getting your uh, allowance, <laughs> yeah, every week. Yeah. Well, <laughs> allow. How does an allowance <laughs> work? <laughs> Here, I'll. Here's your allowance. It's like, but there's nothing there. Yeah, I allow it. <laughs> I would, I would 100% um, use that on my kids. I, feel like. I was actually talking to your mate, Pickle. Oh, big which, one. Uh, Good mate. I don't, caught up with Pickle and I was talking about how long I hadn't seen him. Yeah. And we, he said, Happy New Year. And I said, oh, I hadn't seen you for like, you know, like 10%, maybe 
15% you, of a year. Did you say it in terms Be- of percentages? I said, yeah, I haven't seen you in like 10 to 15% yeah. of a year because... I love it. Yeah, it's, so, it's been a while of December as well. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see, speaking of Pickle, I'm going to see him sometime this year because he's going to do an Aussie visit and I promise you that I will do the Happy New Year. It'll be like July. <laughs> Please do it. I and will. then talk about percentage of I time will. which you haven't seen him. But I... Actually, speaking of pickle, um, we had like a pretty fun night on Friday. Went to a board games night. Oh, okay. but before that, we, we walked past. Yeah, I took him along Stop as my plus one to a <laughs> to a board game Go night. Um, it was good fun. On the way, um, it was my friend's birthday the week before, so I was like, I hadn't got her anything, and I missed her birthday because I was traveling. So we stopped into the tourist trap of the M M&M and M shop yep. in Leicester yep. Square, and I was like, I'm gonna get her name and like happy birthday printed on some m&ms okay and mate it was pretty interesting because you put you get you buy these m&ms for like 15 pounds which is a lot but you put it 15 pounds for how many 15 pounds for probably about 100 but like so okay, i should probably rephrase that like how many grams like 500 it was like grams a small it was like a mug it was like a bit bigger than a mug. okay i'll pay that yeah got you that's still expensive but anyway and then you pour them into this machine and literally it just puts all your messages on in like 10 seconds on all the M&Ms. Okay. To this magic machine. Yep. It was incredible. I mean, why is that a magic machine? Because it wrote, you pour in M&Ms yep. with the unwritten on message yep. and then it just writes on the message all oh, these M&Ms so quickly. Okay, and yeah. it's whatever you put customized. Yeah, no, but that makes sense. It's like a, it's like a 3D printer or one of those kind of things where it like... Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. When you type it in, it's automatically converted to coordinates. That's basically also what's happening. Yeah, yeah. But so quick, and uh, the machine so funny. You load it in, and the machine has a speaker on top of it, and it makes machine noises out of the speaker, like amplifies it. Yeah. So it's like easy for the machine to do, but they because it's like a kids type sc- store, and obviously I'm not an adult yet. No. Um, yeah. To <laughs> to make things more fun, they make machine noises come out of it. Oh my god, that's so funny! So fake machine noises. (laughs) Yeah. So good one. Speaking of, okay, hang on a second. Speaking of fake machine noises, (laughs) this stuff always trips me out. But for example, on an on an iPhone, right? Have you got an iPhone? Mm. Blue Blue Text Gang. Yeah, Blue Text on iMessage. Although, who (laughs) uses iMessage? It's all about WhatsApp, isn't it? Or WhatsApp, as you call I it. I use WhatsApp. One of my mates, I had to get him to download WhatsApp last week. What? Because he... <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out. So, this is how this is how different our like, worlds can be, right? So, this is a mate of mine who um, came to brunch today. All right, this is Pete. Um, a friend of mine who... Works in like advertising, marketing, so like, you know, super like media kind of hipster kind of industry. And he has an iPhone and he only uses iMessage and he's like, everybody has iMessage. So I've never had to get WhatsApp. It's 2020 and he downloaded WhatsApp this week (laughs) for the bunch group. Wow. That's unbelievable. It's a new decade. Like to download it in this decade for the first time. Unbelievable to me. Um, Mm. Anyway, so he did that. Um, wait, what were we talking about? Well, you said speaking of sounds. Oh, speaking of sounds, iPhone, photo. Mm. Yeah. It makes the photo sound as if you're taking a photo on a camera. You know that? 
Like, yeah. like a little clinging sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it obviously doesn't need to do that. No, it doesn't. There's uh But like I cameras do that country. Don't the cameras don't do that just to make the sound. Cameras do that because that's how the camera's functioning. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good so one. Isn't it, that isn't is that is same vibe. They literally record that sound and then play it out of a speaker. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> There was a country, I believe, yeah. and I'm not 100% sure, I want to say Japan, yeah. where you couldn't mute the sound of the camera. Oh, it was because people used to take photos illegally of girls and stuff, and so they did that to like... Yeah. Um, Crazy. Can we can we put a quick pause? All mate, Uber Eats is zero minutes away, so I'm just going to call him yep. and, uh, and I'll get the food <laughs> and I'll come back up. What would millennials do? <laughs> Uber Eats <laughs> AF. Okay, one sec. What to do, baby? Alright, one second. <clears throat> Welcome back from grabbing your Uber Eats. That is what a millennial would do. Um, while you were gone, mate, speaking of Eminem, or speaking of Eminem's, yeah. um, Eminem the so rapper. Not speaking of Eminem's. Is. <laughs> no, not, not speaking of Eminem's, but link to like Eminem's, <laughs> yeah. Eminem the rapper. I've just read some news. And. They're in trouble. So M&M's are okay. safe, but <laughs> the, the chocolate is safe okay. to consume. But M&M has potentially been cancelled. He's just dropped a surprise album and he's... he's can- what has canceled. he done? I don't know if a surprise album is, is uh, anything well, too, too rough. So M&M known for obviously controversial lyrics, right? Um, yeah. You would well, think he's... Not, nec- not always, but... Well, back in the day, like he had some pretty uh, aggressive ones, but yeah, what he what he said is he's made um, obviously you know the incident in Manchester at the Ariana Grande concert, and he's yes, made man, yeah, yeah he's that, made that. a um. Were you there at the time? It was a couple of months after I left, so a lot of my friends were um, were there by it, and yeah, it shook them up. Man, yeah. Definitely. But basically, he made light of that incident, and people are saying, like, it's not cool. He's cancelled. What was... So, you mean he referenced it in one of his raps and kind of... Yeah. Yeah, he referenced, like, the line of people running, like, the at an area... Running for their lives, like, they're at an area at a concert or something. That's interesting, because... What do you think about the, that cancellation? Is that a justified cancel? Uh, it's a hard one, because... He's obviously been very controversial in the past, and but that like didn't need to be said because you know people yeah. did die in that incident, yeah. right? And so, didn't really need to be done. Um, yeah, but it makes you think about cancel culture as a whole, right? Because he's not, he wasn't cancelled before, but like he's he's able to be cancelled now. Maybe what he's done now is worse. I'm not sure on a scale. Well, is you know what, what I mean? he's done now worse than what he's done before, or is it just more prominent? because of social media culture and things mm. can kind of you know what I mean comments can go viral whereas before unless there was a news article about it or something there wasn't that much of a public forum for these things to kind of get a life of their own I guess and social media has definitely helped that because if that happens like he's dropped his album one person's listened to that lyric they can post up the lyric and say Eminem's cancelled and everyone yep. jumps on it and then if people jump on it, yeah, exactly. Whereas so, back in the day, his first album, it's like, well, he's not cancelled because someone's heard it in isolation. Yeah. And you can't tell you can't it to really a mass audience. On it. Exactly. You can't go tell people, don't buy this album, it's rude. Um, mm. 
Yeah, it's interesting. I think, um, in general, the cancel culture uh, thing is is a positive thing because it's not aggressively canceling people for no reason. It's you know, it's mm. calling people out for being insensitive or for being um, well for doing something wrong. Right? It's basically saying it's holding them to a higher standard. Yeah, holding them to a higher standard. Um, but of course, with anything like there's going to be outliers and there are often outliers where it goes too far um, where someone gets cancelled um, unfairly is that is that a thing I guess or you know someone mm. uh, a situation kind of like can um, explode out of control a bit when it really wasn't that bad to, to begin with yeah and basically fake news can spread quickly so yeah, that's you can exactly it. you can almost cancel someone very quickly from a fake Lyric. Yeah, you can cancel someone for not doing who hasn't done anything wrong by <laughs> making something up and just kind of seeing if, yeah, it if it spreads it. enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then there's been a few people cancelled in the last few years, and I, I think the term is quite new, right? It's only a two or three yeah. year old term. Like this person's been cancelled. The one thing that always gets me is that you know politicians and yeah. things can say there's there's a, they can say a lot of things that maybe a celebrity couldn't say. And you don't cancel politicians. I guess it's because. Why do you think oh, that that's is? interesting? I mean, I people guess have different you can cancel on... politicians. Just don't vote them in again the next time. <laughs> <laughs> I almost argue that politicians is this easier? are the only people that can actually get cancelled. <laughs> the celebrity gets cancelled. Like I guess it, what means people boycott their music or their films or something like that. I guess that's the way that you can affect them. Um, but I mean, mm. look at Bill Clinton, for example. I'd or say millennials he got, got cancelled. He got impeached, right? Yeah, so <laughs> true. Do people get cancelled? Do people get cancelled and actually fully get boycotted, or is it just like this person's cancelled and you just say they're cancelled and then still like consume their content? Mate, that's because a good one. <laughs> classic Ricky Gervais Golden Globe speech. If anyone hasn't yeah. seen that, recommend watching it on YouTube. But he talked about oh. you know these big companies. And how they're sort of a bit evil inherently, but we all consume their content. Like we're all forced to in a way. But yeah, I think he calls out the working practices and standards of Apple. Um, as I sit here uh, talking to you via Skype on my Mac. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, obviously, yeah, we still can consume these these products. But a good example again is musicians that have been cancelled, like R. Kelly, for example. Oh, yeah. um, Ignition still gets a dance floor going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though people um, acknowledge that he was, yeah. It's an interesting totally one because in... in, so in Michael so Jackson's another good example as well. No one's going to stop listening to his music just because... Um, yeah. Even though all the things that he's been accused of doing. So one of the things that is definitely important in terms of cancellation is you have to be cancellable to be cancelled, right? You have to be um, someone. Well, if you're just a regular person, like you, know, yep. you get, you could get cancelled to your friends, but they, I don't know if they would say like, you know, AK is cancelled. But you, <laughs> you need <laughs> to be cancellable. And what what, what we've seen happen is, especially in football, right? Like the Premier League, a player yep. who is like 17 years old will sign for like a massive club, and they'll have all these tweets they had as a kid, like maybe like. Against Ooh, that this club. this is a good example, yeah. 
And they'll get cancelled instantly the second they cancel the law. <laughs> retroactively cancelled. Retroactive cancellation. <laughs> yeah. Gotta watch out for that one. That's actually an interesting one because there's so many examples I've seen of, um, you know, an athlete will um, declare for the NBA draft or NFL draft. You know, some, like, some, some new young up-and-coming athlete. And then, like, almost immediately, as soon as they're starting to get press coverage, someone will dig up a tweet from when they were, like, 15 yeah. and said something... Um, you know, racist or sexist or something, and yeah. then they get retroactively cancelled. That's an interesting one because society does evolve and it does change, and a hundred percent what is appropriate now is different to what yes. was appropriate twenty years ago. Yep, and what will be appropriate. In and exactly, yeah, and it's you don't know which way it'll go. And if you look at a tweet, or if Twitter was around twenty years ago, or let's say in twenty years, Mate, you get tweets Twitter today. out. A hundred years ago, <laughs> it would be brutal. Yeah, everyone would basically just be cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> but if everyone's cancelled... everyone's cancelled, though, is anyone cancelled? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, on, the, on the topic of uncancellations, mm. Aziz Ansari, so y- yourself... <laughs> oh, yeah. Hi, everybody. It's Aziz here. Uh, I'm doing a podcast with my buddy, Jared. And what's the deal with cancel culture? <laughs> the Aziz. That is like the... There is like an Aziz challenge I want to give you. It's like take any scenario and talk about it in Aziz way. It's like... Mate. Get, I'm, I need yeah. to get dressed and then I'll be there at 11.30. So I was sitting in my room and I had all my clothes laid out in front of me and I was like, what am I going to (laughs) wear? Dude, I thought I'd go to the gym and it was so full. Um... (laughs) So the thing with um, Aziz is, yeah, I really feel like his comedy is just elaborately describing activities. I think that's all he does. Yeah. With like a fun-loving voice and demeanor. <laughs> yeah. And then he'll I like... I don't think he actually makes any jokes. He just <laughs> says things. <laughs> um, all right, let me... Let me um, so let me think. Let me give you one. Um, so let's say... How, how about you tell me about your weekend? You tell me about your weekend. And then I'll tell you about mine. In, a, in an Aziz... Yeah. Format. <laughs> and actually no wait I'm going to wait on this I'm going to wait on this yeah. I want to talk about Aziz why we're bringing him up with cancel culture okay, cool. okay, <laughs> so Aziz was cancelled with an asterisk at a point in yeah. time because of yeah. um, something that happened with him and another woman that he, he brought home and um, she basically said what he did was not okay but he thought it was you know consensual whatever right yeah um, he was at risk of being cancelled and he sort of pulled away from the public for about I would say a year um. <laughs> <laughs> I was gone for a long time <laughs> and then he came back yeah, okay. and addressed it on a Netflix he, special right on so, Netflix special I remember that I saw it. it's good actually that's and he and he talks about how he was cancelled kind of cancelled or and uncancelled but how regardless of the thing, regardless of the whole story, how it made him reflect on, on his behavior, and it sounded like it had a positive influence on him um, mm. in the end. Yeah, I think that the fact that he acknowledged it was a big like reason why he got 
uncancelled because if you just come out and say like this is silly you're, you just stay cancelled yeah if you yeah exactly if you um, dismiss because yeah and you, but you're still you're dismissing how the other person felt right so I think that was one of his points yeah and everyone makes um, mistakes there's a limit to how much you know you can say okay it was just a mistake right like the yeah um, the thresholds whatever it is um, obviously some parts of society will say he was still over that threshold some parts of society will say he was able to be uncancelled because yeah. he learned from that experience well because it's yeah i guess it's it's subjective right some people would think that it was fine other people would think that he should still be cancelled correct um, yeah based on that story, so I okay it's interesting um all right so let's <laughs> uh let's end on a so not not the whole weekend but um Let's talk about. I'm gonna talk about my Saturday. Okay. How's that go? Right. Yeah. So my sister sent me a text and she's like, "My best friend's got a brother. You're my brother. Maybe you'll be friends with her brother." <laughs> and so <laughs> we all went out. <laughs> I can't even do it anymore. Man. That's that's so good. <laughs> That's so literally good. what happened. She was like, hey, my best mate's bro's back in town. Um, we should all go get dinner. You'll probably get along. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> when you break it down in, <laughs> in Aziz's way, he's just saying it more elaborately mm. with a nice... <laughs> all right, so what uh, about you? Well, pick, an, pick an event from your weekend. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sum up this episode in an Aziz oh, voice. Oh, beautiful. What a, okay. So, <laughs> Let's see how this goes. I was walking down Piccadilly Circus and I was already late for a party, but I saw the M&M star and I got some M&Ms and they like print them on and it's really nice and they put the little M on and they put your face on. You know where he does that like soft voice, <laughs> like soft and sappy voice when he's talking about good. dating? Yeah, yeah. And then he just jumps back into the jovial bit again. And then it was like 14 pound. <laughs> And then we linked it into like how Eminem was saying something about a concert which wasn't appropriate and cancel culture. Crazy segue. <laughs> We're all about the segues, but <laughs> yeah. And then we then we were talking about me. <laughs> me, Aziz. <laughs> uh, he refers to himself as well. Though.